Welcome back to Two Track Mind. I'm Liam Toms. With me, as always, is... Edward Crawley. And we are here to say au revoir to uh, a year that um, I think will be uh, quite gladly <laughs> forgotten. Right. Or maybe not. I think in, in some ways what we want to do today is, uh, is, is reflect on some of the, the good things that came out of this year. Uh, and obviously that is music. This is our music show where we get together to talk regularly, just as we have been doing for, what, 20 years now as mates? Yeah, 20, yeah, 20 years. We've only been doing, we haven't been doing the podcast for as long as that. No, 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 no. But now we get to share it with other people via the medium of podcast, as we've been doing for a year and a half. Um, and yeah, not quite the year perhaps we expected. I do keep going back in my mind to the episode that we did on the bands that we want to see live. And I think you pushed me for how many bands I was hoping to see from that list this year. Um, and I said, one, maybe two. And at that point, I still thought that was a little bit like um, wishful thinking because on that list were the likes of Bruce Springsteen, who hadn't announced at all. Yeah. Um, Daft Punk, um, Basement Jacks, like they were all unlikely to happen, and sadly none of them did. Well, yeah, they're still unlikely to happen, aren't they? Uh, who knows when? Well, no, if any, well, yeah, especially not this side of New Year. Um, <laughs> We've got two days left. Well, it's that sort of middle period where there was a few outdoor social distancing shows, weren't there? Yeah. That would have been a funny time to have ticked off um, some of the, my top five that I want to see live. Short Daft Punk in a sort of <laughs> park in a in a sheep pen with, with like one significant other uh, would have been the ideal way to do it. To be honest, no, it might have been a bit of an anticlimax of yeah, years yeah. of uh, looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, are they asking hmm. for a circle pit? Are they? Uh, no, no, unless you do it in the old six by six foot thing they had the two meter sort of booth frank did one didn't he frank turner maximo park did one um i see reef tried to do a sort of tour of the car parks whether or not it actually happened (laughs) is that what it's called a tour of the car parks i can't remember what they were calling it It was there was some catchy name for it that was sort of like some company were putting it on but i doubt whether or not these tours actually happened I i didn't look into it i can only assume they didn't. Hmm. Um, but like you say, it's, it's been an eventful year. Eventful year for different people in different ways. Bob Dylan, for instance, um, obviously with his age, he's probably had to isolate somewhat significantly. More difficult to isolate when you know you've got 300 million in the bank by selling 600 songs, your entire back catalogue, to Universal. And uh, did that this year? Yeah, he did that this year. So just to answer a question of his, how many roads must a man walk down before you call him a man? How many seas must a white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? Yes, and how many times must the cannibals fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is 300 million. 300 million, you hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with anti-establishment protest songs, his civil rights movement, his folk protest songs have made him a legend in the world of music. And now he's sold himself for 300 million. So there is a price. Anyone has a price. You can buy anyone for a price, basically. Uh, you'll basically throw any opinions. Because what, what's he going to say to Universal? Do you think he owed him the ransom? Yeah, but I want some of that money going to the, the 
the poorly kids. <laughs> he's pocketed the 300 million and his kids are basically rubbing their hands going, cheers, dad, cheers, dad. Do you know that he hasn't given any of it away? I don't know. That would ruin the joke, wouldn't it? I can quickly Google it. Did Bob? No, yeah. no, no, don't bother. Um, it's only just happened. So uh, I don't think he would have given any away just yet. Maybe he's been thinking about it, but because of the scrutiny that he might be under for doing such a thing, he's been waiting for a bad news day. You know what they like? They say like, if you've got shit news to bury, wait for a bad, like a big news story, and put it out that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you know, I mean, this is pretty morbid stuff. But on nine eleven, like loads of other bad news stories got buried that day. So yeah, maybe Dylan just thought, here's my chance. Oh yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Probably wasn't the bad news day he was expecting. I mean, it's quite um, quite significant. But uh, oh, fucking good news for Bob. Well done. Yeah. You know, fair play to me. If he's got six hundred songs and someone's willing to give him three hundred million, you know, I've... well, <laughs> what morals do you have for three hundred million? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then again, I don't know. I've forgotten how old he is. Um, but. How, he's not going to be able to spend 300 million, is he? I mean, he's, quite... he's 79 years old. He would, I don't know how much he'd have to spend a day, but there's no <laughs> the way he's, life. yeah, he's not spending 300 million. Um, but yeah, well done, Bob. Well, Bob's had a good year. But have you had a <laughs> sorry, there was no <laughs> but to that. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts then? Are this, are this, um, this end point of the year uh from from a music standpoint obviously no gigs but do you feel as if you'll look back fondly on anything from this year no from a music perspective no no not at all oh a few good albums yeah if you want to be if you want to be yeah because i thought i was thinking like yeah yeah, no no no, I, I i think we got lucky because obviously there was a lot that was in the pipeline i mean on the last episode we were talking about Silver Linings, the Lesson Jake album, that had been recorded, obviously this time last year, and there's been album releases this year, haven't there? So we've not gone without new music. Yeah, um, I I wonder if I were to, you know, to compare like for like, whether actually there's been more good music this year or better releases this year than there were last. I can't remember. <laughs> the 2019 seems like a long time ago. Yeah, but- yeah, I, I feel like. Musically, there's been some great albums. Um, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because without live music is such a big part of our lives. Um, we've travelled far and wide, as 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 we've mentioned before. It is odd knowing that currently I don't have a um, a gig booked as such. You um, do. You've got a uh, you've got Maximo. Oh, yes, uh, September next year, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. So one, nine so, months yeah, away. Yeah. Um, so I think... It's a good start. In terms of the day-to-day, I have, I've watched more TV this year than I think I would normally watch. I think everyone has. And obviously there's been some bad news and some good news to come out of the year. Some of the good news is like someone... Musically, this is uh, something like um, Billie Eilish... Uh, she was the youngest person to win four Grammys, so a huge year for her. She had the fastest-selling Bond single ever. Um, for a Bond film that didn't come out. 
Yeah, yeah, still yet to come out, and yet the the theme tune broke records. And yeah. then you know, They'll probably do the same again or something similar once the film actually is released. But it, it it it's it's great to see these like polls, like top twenty things to happen to musicians in twenty twenty, and and I think people have they're looking for a positive spin, whereas. I think in previous years, if people have been overly successful, I know I just did it with Bob Dylan, but it's almost funny to chuck in the shit things that have happened. Mm. And there hasn't been that much, um, I don't know, gossip or anything in the music world from 2020 that's sort of been derogatory to, to an artist or a band as such. I think it's not been as done this year because of what's been going on as a constant you know, since February, basically, um, which I think is kind of nice. Everyone yeah, seems to be being scandal. nice to each other. Um, so it's an, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, the only thing I did see is that um, this new album that, uh, I forget her bloody name, Taylor Swift released. Cause oh, she's she's done, done, I think she's knocked out two this year. Yeah, she's done two surprise albums this year. And the first single from this new one, Evermore, went straight at number one but it's the for this year it's the most places lost on the billboard 100 in its first week she set a new record for it so it went dropped from from one to 38 in the first week oh apparently that broke a record (laughs) well there you go they obviously the record (laughs) um which is hilarious really um because I'm just surprised Mr. Blobby never broke America because you imagine he would have gone from number one to maybe, like, you think of all the people who have been number one over the years in the UK. And stuck at it. And stuck, yeah. like, ten, ten weeks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Blobby, four weeks at number one. It's like, imagine if they were on the Billboard 100. There's no wonder these bands never make it in America. <laughs> you know, Oasis and bloody all of them. Um, did the Beatles break America? They probably did, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think Oasis did as well. I don't, I don't know if it, not to the same extent. You know, um, I don't think they'd be playing Nebworth twice or whatever. Anyway, what's the equivalent? But that's the only bit of bad news I've heard about an artist. Mm. um, It's funny that thinking about that, about artists that clinged on to number one. I always remember in my very early years of watching Top of the Pops, like it was for as long as I could remember, it was um, wet, wet, wet. uh, (laughs) I feel it in my fingers every week. That miserable tosser with his guitar. Monty oh, Pello back man. again with his band of twats. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Oh, God. Is this just like going to carry on forever? Is this just what it is? I, I, I was so new to it all that maybe I just assumed, oh, at the end of every show, this guy came, comes on and plays the same song. Have you got an earliest memory of watching Top of the Pops? I think it might be those days. It's funny because... Um, I told you, didn't know that recently that I've been watching the 1990 ones. Yeah, yeah. They started repeating on uh, BBC4. Well, for some reason, I don't know if it's because it's 25 years, but they decided uh, to show the the Christmas special from 1995. Um, if you had to guess... Oh, who I think the... I watched it. Did you? Well, then you might know who the hosts were. Uh, no, I, no, I watched a few of the artists playing because... Um... There was one that's so funny, and I was just giggling at how atrocious the miming was because obviously it's all miming. Um, yeah. 
Well, anyway, the host the host were Jack D and Bjork. Bjork. <laughs> quite, quite. Who in some exec meeting decided that they were the uh, the hit couple of of nineteen ninety five? I don't know, but I reckon that was probably around the era that I started watching it that I can remember. Oh wow! Um, but who was on it? Um, Blur. Uh, take that. I want to say, oh, fucking Robson and Jerome were on it twice. Twice? Yeah, Robson and Jerome. Like, I was like, fucking hell, this was a big thing for a while. Like, I, I remember my mum having the cassettes. They only had but, one song, didn't they? No, they, they were all like fucking classics of like crooner hits, weren't they? Oh, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were on that, um, was it London's Burning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Sam informed me that one of them is is like in every episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, the other one. Jerome, yeah. Yeah, and the, the other one does fishing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the other one just goes fishing. <laughs> Doesn't even go fishing with um, uh, with Paul Whitehouse and uh, Bob Mortimer. He's not been invited on that trip. He well, just does funny. his own thing. I watched the Christmas <laughs> special of that uh, just last night before I watched um, the thing you recommended, the SMTV thing. Yeah, I watched the Bob and Paul Gone Fishing Christmas special. Um, I love that program. Yeah, just, I do. I've always been meaning to dive into it, but I've never me out. never started it. Yeah, it's just it, them it, two asking about and occasionally catching a fish. It's just really settles my nerves. Did you um? <laughs> did you uh, catch any of the Carry On camping repeats? Obviously, no. after uh, Paul Babs, old, old Babs lost a life blesser. No, I didn't. Always I didn't good to revisit them. Catch a bit of cheeky tit in it. <laughs> Yes, that's what you watch it for, is it? Oh, I literally stopped watching it after that. What's the point? Um, <laughs> the script's not any good, are they? I did watch a documentary about Pinewood Studios. Oh, um, did you? Earlier this year that had... Um, it was Jonathan Ross, but he, he quite often does like the film stuff, doesn't he, on BBC? And uh, Barbara Windsor was on that with him then. Obviously, this was made long before she passed away. That's what I was about to say, um, the ghost of Babs Windsor. Well, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Um but uh, yeah, and they were just sort of like going around the studios in a golf cart. Very yeah. odd. <laughs> Talking about carry on, uh, but it's quite nice because I, I went to Pinewood um, on my birthday last year. Oh, of course Obviously, you did. Yeah. Nothing quite as exciting this year. What did you um, do? Because we should uh, say for the listeners that it was yesterday. It was, as a, at the time of recording, yes, I'm 33 years old and one day. Um, what did I do? Well. Last year, I went to, as I say, went to Pinewood, where lots of classic films have been made. Um, no chance of going to a film studio of that caliber this year. Uh, so instead, I went to our old stomping ground, um, Lake Ham Common Rockley, oh, which nice. uh, for those who know us personally will know, that's where we used to film a lot of our um, trigger happy, come jackass style uh, antics back in the day. Oh, yeah. What a lovely place that is. Many a many a afternoon spent down there. Many a day. Yeah, we just used to head up there for the whole day. Yeah, and obviously that is where the infamous phone call happened, where you dialed um, the uh, what do they call them phone box, and I picked up and you and you said um, there's ten million. (laughs) 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 What was the prank you tried to do? All right, so we got bored of using the phone boxes to do uh, pranks. 
So we, what we did instead was call the phone box and yeah. do the prank for the person to come. I, I called one. Uh, obviously, you lived near there, didn't you? Yeah. Um, but and, it wasn't planned. Uh, no, no, not at all. And it was you that picked up the payphone. And I just said, is this Liam Toms? <laughs> you, I think you almost shit yourself. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, I probably was worried that someone was tracking me or something. I swear you said there's t- there's 10 million in unmarked bills under the nearest yeah. car or something. Well, that's got trigger happy written all over it. Yeah, is this Liam Toms? <laughs> So anyway, well, on the topic of nostalgia, um, I don't know if you've spotted what I'm drinking this evening. I've been drinking beer for like the last um, week and a half. I fancied yeah. a break. So can you guess from looking at this, obviously this doesn't work very well on the podcast, but you can see via FaceTime. Can you guess what that murky fluid is? Is that... Oh, what's it bloody good? Um... What was the stuff you used to drink at Sheldrake's from the can? Um, can cream uh, soda? Yeah. No, no, no. It's alcoholic. It's not a Malibu in lemonade. It is Smirnoff Ice. That's a Smirnoff Ice? I think this is the first time I've had a Smirnoff Ice since Grose Rock Festival. Um, but not even at Grose when Rock. When I used to make was... us neck them on the yeah. way up. So we set off, obviously, um, to get to, to Belgium quite early in the morning. Yeah. And... Uh, I only, I've, I only came with you the one year, but as part of the induction, I had to um, drink a bottle of Smirnoff Ice, didn't I? At six mm. in the morning, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. It was I definitely think, before, before seven. It was definitely uh, at least eight years ago, so it's, it's taken me that long to want to drink a Smirnoff Ice again, but it's Did quite you, pleasant. So you bought that? Mm. Well, I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what happened was, have you heard of White Claw? Oh, but- I saw your Untapped, which is, for anyone who doesn't know, is a beer sort of, um, it's Instagram for beers, basically. You just tag yeah, your beer that you've been drinking, uh, been drinking. I saw you put White Claw and then a, a rock sign, but then a, a the lowest score you can give. Yeah, other than zero, um, which I don't think you can give a zero, can you? So that was, yeah, the lowest I could do. Uh, I was quite surprised it's on there because I don't really know what it is. It calls itself hard seltzer, but I didn't really consider it to be beer or anything that would be appropriate for untapped. It's just like sparkling water, but it's alcoholic. Was there any Odd good? stuff. Um, on the fir- I had the black cherry one. There's a few different flavors. On the first sip, I thought it tasted worse than the cough medicine um, that I've got in the cupboard. Oh, Christ. Uh, <laughs> so that was my first reaction. Uh, and Sam, who'd had one a couple of days before, said, no, stick with it. So I did. And uh, yeah, by the end of it, I'd sort of, um, it it was an acquired taste. So um, what, which isn't a, when, when did you sorry, store it? At the beginning? No, 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 no. No, I, 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 I just didn't think it was... Um, I didn't want to legitimize it by giving it an actual score. Like, it's not it's not beer. It's not the same thing, but it just happens yeah, right. to be on there. Um but it's like a big thing, isn't it? Like, it's like a meme, like, in the US. Like, I think that's where it's originated from. Like, a lot of, like, college students drink it. Um, it's like, it, I guess, really, it's like the new age WKD or oh. Smell of Ice. And yet, so, I, it's funny that Untapped had that on. And yet, my Equinox Pale Ale from <laughs> um, Herbeck Brewery that, this afternoon at the Banks Arms pub was nowhere to be seen on Untapped. I'm gonna have yeah, to but add you, it. Yeah, you have to add them. I'm going to have to add it. 
yeah. annoyingly. Yeah, make sure you got all the details. Go well, this is the thing. I haven't got the details yet, so okay. I haven't added it yet. Um, but yeah, so I said, because someone I listened to um, on the podcast were talking about White Claw and joking about giving it a go and actually really liking it. Uh, so I, I said, let's get some and try it <laughs> because it's, it's a trusted source. I, you know, I thought I'd give it a go. But uh, Sam said, do you want anything else? And I was thinking in that sort of Will Park of like, um, Will Park, Will House, whatever the saying is. I was thinking Will Park, Will House. I've combined the two there. That's the smell <laughs> of ice talking. Um, <laughs> it's only 4%. Um, and I was like, oh, what? maybe a Smirnoff ice would be nice. Um, but I've had it in the fridge for days. And every time I look at it, I'm like, mm, no, I'm not so sure. But uh, then recording tonight, I thought oh, it'd, be, it'd be nice, refreshing rather than a beer. I don't know if I could drink one. It's, plus, it's kind of like Fanta Icy Lemon, isn't it? But for adults. Yeah. I don't know if it would be too sweet for me now. I had a, um, went to um, a very, very early pretty dull meal um it's the issue with going early to avoid people but also going to a restaurant in wearing which isn't no <laughs> it was just the four of us downstairs um christian all lovely it was it was nice but we did it because i'm assuming we might go into full lockdown so i was like well, look i'll take us for dinner we'll go at five they literally open at five we had easily booked a table we got in there and it was like Oh, <laughs> no one else is coming at five, but we went. And um, simple request, really. I'll, I'll have a bottle of Doombar, please. We're, we're out of Doombar. And I was like, oh, what else you got? Peroni. And I was like, that's all right. I used to enjoy Peroni. It's amazing what this year has done to my palate. Like, I had that Peroni and I was like, bloody hell, I don't like this anymore. Hilarious. I found that hilarious. I used to love a Peroni at Pizza Express and stuff out of the bottle. <laughs> I just wasn't bothered by it. Yeah, I think it, I think that does happen. I've just, I, I, we, but my palate has improved for the better. The beers I'm drinking now are far more like sort of, full, like um, not life full. That's not even a word, is it? Full bodied and sort of they've got a bit something to it, a bit more grit. You know, I don't like. Oh, the don't, real. I don't want grit in it. No, but you know, it's got there's more flavour to it. Um, saying that, I had I'd run out of ales the other day, but a customer had given me three cans of Bud. Now, I can only assume that's because she got thirsty the night before she gave them to me and had the fourth can. <laughs> because it, it was if anyone's so... listened to the episode that we did uh, off the record, that's a recycled joke. You talked about that before. Oh, have I? Well, anyway, yeah. so all I had um, in the garage, they weren't even in the fridge, were three cans of Bud. And I was, this is the day after the Peroni. And I was like, oh, I fancy a drink. I'll have something. I'll just have a Bud. Oh, you know, it's from the can. I don't mind Bud. Uh, absolutely necked all three within the space of about an hour because I was just like drinking water. Mm, but yeah. I, Bud in particular like, is very thin. I was like, oh, I've done all three cans. I've got nothing. So I have got a Hazy Jane and a um, Punk AF from Brewdog in the fridge now. But at the moment, I'm drinking soda water with yeah. a bit of orange cordial. Wow, we um, changed men. Uh, I see the guys from, um, just whilst we're talking about beer, I see the guys from uh, Brit Hop have uh, followed us on Instagram. Oh, lovely. So we should definitely uh, get some of their music-themed oh. beers. I've pulled yeah, it back yeah. round, pulled it back round to music uh, and try them on the show. Yeah, yeah, Although yeah. I do have, I, I've got misophonia, haven't I? So um, 
I, I think we'll have to do something about the sounds. I don't want it to be like, <sighs> like the whole way through because. I don't mind a bit of that. What do they call it? Um, there's a word for it, isn't there? Well, if if it's done, do you mean like uh, like foley when they do like for films, like they they actually have no, a studio no. of people making the sounds. The bit the um, where people get sort of into the sounds of people doing stuff. Oh, ASMR. Yeah, that's it. And they're like, I'm just opening. Oh no, 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 no! I'm <laughs> the pen lid, and they. Like, I don't know. I haven't got anything here. Like, no, I, I don't think there's anything I'm, that would do. It. I'm Maybe. just pulling my tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he's confirmed it. If anybody can guess what brand of tape measure that was, uh, please write in, and I'll let you know. If you I'm get just, it right, then he'll give it to you. I'm the tape just, measure. Having a sip of orange soda. Um, I was listening to the Fake Doctors, Real Friends, Scrubs rewatch with Zach Braff and Donald Faison. There you go, that's the full title. Uh, and he was eating some popcorn. And I, I love Zach Braff, but I wanted to reach through my phone and punch the guy because I just, the, the noise, oh my God. So yeah, Bob Mortimer quite often will be eating something during the Atletico Mints podcast, and it's got to the point where Andy Dawson now has said, "Bob, we've had a few complaints actually about your eating." <laughs> a lot of people complained about Zach. Um, just quickly to bring it, there's no link in this. Um, on this day in 1984, um, Band Aid Twenty was Christmas number one. With do they know it's Christmas? Oh. In the US, it was uh, Madonna, like a virgin. So... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> different countries, different folk. Different, And I don't know if she was on uh, Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? I can't remember a Madonna know, bit. There's been a few of them. Occasionally, you hear the one that they did shortly after, which is like the um, Pete Waterman era one with... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just not the same, is not it? Not as good, not as good. What did, did you think you, of the um, new release they did? Where you've got, like, um, The Darkness and... Uh, oh, that Dizzy was a 2003 Rascal. one, I suppose, wasn't it? That was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It's not played, though, is it? No. It can't it's be it's always going to be the original. Funny um, enough, but I'm... did you see my uh, uh, my contribution? I, I was part of one recently. Oh, you know I did, because I liked the post. Uh, <laughs> I see you were using our mic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I, uh, I I I was propping the mic up. So did you have headphones? Proper headphones. Uh, yeah, just like a cheapy pair that oh. I've got of like. No, they're, they're I like thought a it was good. Budget version of Beats. Well, I was asked to do it, and I thought, well, I don't want to just be like recording my line like on the video. So I thought I'll give it some like the kind of the eighties like style. And I put my coat on and my hat and glasses. I almost wanted it to look like I'd just flown in. That's what it a lot of them good. look like I, in the video. I thought the whole thing was quite quite uh, nicely done, actually. Oh, you watched the whole edit, did yeah, you? Yeah, I watched that. Oh, I didn't this. know where you were. You never no, said not, not. <laughs> skip to me at two minutes thirty-seven. Yeah, that. I was quite far in. You were the last one. Uh, I think there was a couple more because I no, think I had. There was one more who could uh, possibly, but you were basically the last person. Yeah, I had the. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? The first time it says it, and then I think there's like there's like the interlude, isn't there? The mid late section, um, and then it says, "Do they know it's Christmas time?" At all uh, uh, one more time. 
So I, I what what, what he suggested, and the Twitter one would have been the full version, or maybe it yeah, but yeah, yeah. But what he suggested, I was like, that's a big line. I mean, the only bigger line than that line is probably uh, Bono's classic. Here's to you, raise oh, uh, tonight. Thank God it's them instead oh, of you. Yeah. Tonight, yeah. um, I don't think I'd have done that one. I think I'd have rejected it. All oh, right. Too much pressure. Um, you mentioned a um something the other day sorry to sort of jump in if you're going to do it but i found it an interesting thing so i went through some of mine about your release radars so do you want to what you messaged me today about oh, right, your... okay right yeah sorry because um... i found this one really interesting so people m- will be aware if you've got spotify i don't know if it's a premium thing or if you have if it does it on the free one but you might have a release radar it comes up in your like Mine comes up on my front page now because I listen to it so much. So it's just there. But every Friday it refreshes with new songs or songs that have been put on Spotify. They're not all necessarily new. But every Friday you get a whole, I don't know, what is it, 25 songs? Maybe less than that? 20, uh, 20 yeah, 20-odd songs. Um, but you messaged me earlier about it. Right, okay. Yeah, What I think one of them relates to it. So what it was is, and I think we tried to do this at the end of last year, where you have like your favorite single of the year. But, and it's just like, I don't know, like it's always just a bit obvious, isn't it? Like we've been talking about a lot of the songs that we like, so we don't want to necessarily talk about them again. Um, people can go back and listen to a year's worth of podcasts of us talking about that stuff. So Please I was do. Thinking, Please do. I was thinking, let's give some awards to the songs that haven't been mentioned, the stuff that we've forgotten. Uh, so I, I've got, Actually, I've got four awards to hand oh. out. Go on then. Um, one of them is slightly different to the others. Uh, so, have you got some as well? I can chime in, yeah. Um, okay. But I'm happy to let you take the lead on this one. Okay. Um, this isn't a funny segment, by the way. <laughs> this is like <laughs> the, the titles are funny, but the, the answers are kind of deadly serious um so right so my first award is so this is the category so the category for song of the year that i loved but didn't go and check out the album oh, right. right and the uh have you got your drum roll from uh when we were doing the uh, picking the albums out hold on and the winner is soccer mummy Circle the Drain. Are you familiar with this? No. Okay. Right. It's one of those band names that you hear and you think, probably going to be a fairly generic pop punk band. Yeah. With a name like Soccer Mummy. But it's not. It's a uh, it's a female uh, singer-songwriter. Soccer Mummy is just a stage name. I think her name is Sophia Allison, I wrote down. I had to look this up earlier on. Uh, Circle the Drain came out in January. Uh, from the album Color Theory, which came out, I think, a month later. I've yeah. still not listened to it, but I love this song, right? Oh, and it's right. It, it's not what it sounds like on the surface. It's um, it's surprisingly like actually like a '90s kind of indie pop sort of sound. Like it, it's almost it's got like a bit of a Sixpence and the Richer kind of vibe. Like, okay. I, I think you'd enjoy it, but I haven't mentioned it. Just, just, it just hasn't come up in the conversation on the pod. But I've also not listened to the album, and I really should because I like the song. Um, so yeah, that 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 wins the category. And there were others which I've not listed. So 
I'm going to go through those as well. well thank, thank you. Again. Thank you. Yeah, well done, soccer mummy. It sounds like something like a reality star would would have done to make famous. Like the Christmas number one this year is that daddy bloke from... Oh, lad baby. Lad baby with <laughs> yeah. a sausage roll. Three years in a row he's been number one for Christmas. With a song about fucking sausage rolls. Yeah, that's what it was the first year, wasn't it? Well, it's, it's another Every song. Every year about... it's about sausage rolls. Yeah, he loves sausage rolls. Oh, my, my, my. Um, um, yeah, so... Uh, that's that. I will. Um, I'll report back if I ever listen to the album. Oh yeah, I look forward to it. Um, well, speaking of release radar, I had a few that randomly popped up that shouldn't be there. Um, so in fact, one of them happened last Friday. Hans Zimmer. Yeah, but have you listened to any? Um film soundtracks or anything like that because that might do it because I quite often get John Williams stuff and obviously that's Star Wars Ah I searched a soundtrack the other day Yeah it, I think it it, it mixes You're in stuff like that though, can't you? It, it always makes for a weird listen doesn't it because you get like a real broad mix of music um, which does bring me to the next category Okay Oh, the category is uh, dance song that I loved, which ended up in my release radar, but I have no idea why. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit disingenuous because I've looked it up to try and find out why today. All right. <laughs> so now I do know why, but okay. Right. So the category is didn't know until today, right? And it is Ver West, that's V-E-R. Uh, West, like Kanye. Yeah. Nothing to do with him. Uh, five seconds before sunrise. And it is a beautiful piece of music. Why is there a gun? Sorry. <laughs> is my time up? No, I was looking for the gong again. Um... Um, it's not quite like a euphoric dance track, and it's not quite chill out. It's sort of somewhere in between. But I love it, and I've I've had it on a playlist, and it was perfect when I when I'd be out and about like in the summer, and it come on. But I've I've been enjoying it during the winter months as well. Um, it's a great track, and I had no idea how it even ended up there until today. Um, and but much like the the Fatboy Slim track that I mentioned recently, yeah, it's an alter ego. It's um, Tiesto. Oh yeah, Tiesto. Might, yeah, and I think yeah. the reason why. I don't know if I've got any Tiesto songs in my library, but he did some tracks with Tegan and Sarah. So I think that oh. might be why uh, it ended up there. But it's just, it's just a random thing. like Because I do tend to listen to the release radar the whole way through. Yeah. Just to see if there's any random stuff in there that I like the sound of. And this has just um, obviously got my attention at the time. It went onto my playlist. But yeah, I love it. So that wins see, that award. See, I, I, I don't... I don't always do the whole of the release radar. I had Lil Wayne show up like halfway through the year and it came on and I was like, oh, who's this then? I had no, I didn't recognise it at all. I can only assume maybe he did a track with Kid Cudi or I think maybe I'd gone back and revisited some Kanye West or I don't know what I was listening to. Um, yeah, probably, probably features on another track. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, this is, this is pre-me listening to 
Beastie Boys for possibly the next episode when we do the rundown of our albums. So, so he showed up. And another one that has randomly creeped up a few times this year is Alicia Keys. And I'd say to, I had to say to Christy, I was like, you haven't listened to Alicia Keys, have you? And she was like, no, don't like her. I was like, well, why does she keep bloody popping up singing about fucking New York on my release radar? I don't care for her. <laughs> it must be, there must be some connection. Yeah, yeah, working out the connection could be uh, a little sort of um, detective series. The connection wow. for your release radar. That's a good segue because the next um, award that I've got is um, is something of a mystery that will be ongoing. Um, and I'm going to call this category Shock Revelation of Late 2020. So this revelation, we, we did um, touch upon in the last episode, and I said put a pin in it and we'll come back to it. And that was that on uh, the opening track of Silver Linings, the new album for Lesson Jake in stores now. Yeah. It builds up at the beginning, but before it kicks into the whole song, there's a bong hit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, obviously, we noticed it and we, we spoke about it um, off podcast. Um, but someone else had noticed it as, as well and had tweeted at Roger about it. And he, quote, retweeted this thing and said, there's actually a bong hit on every Less Than Jake record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can only think of one, and I've not done much investigation. Oh. The only one that I can think of is on... I thought you were on... going to have a list of them now. No, 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 no. This, this is going to be a thing. This, is, this will be an ongoing feature for the, for the podcast in 2021, the investigation. Uh, the only one I can think of is in Oldest Trick in the Book, from greetings and salutations, I think it. I think there's one where it says something like, "I wonder where I'll be at the end of the world. I wonder if I'll be stoned." I've, I'm pretty sure there's one there. Um, but I love. I never knew this. Like this has never come up anywhere. So we've well, got it, what nine albums worth worth to go back over. Well, have you done the latest episode of? Um, not well, not the latest. Have you done the Krista makes a podcast episode of Johnny Quest yet? No. So at the end, no, I'm a few behind. It's a two-hour um, episode, and for the first hour they discuss. For the first um, hour, they discuss Johnny Quest thinks were sellouts, and then for the last hour, they discuss tracks off the new album. Um, and they start off. Um, they mention the opening track, um, which was the last track they wrote. The album was the album. The album was done. Um, but he mentions, because Chris Fafalius says, oh, and obviously you've got the bong hit. And Chris goes, yeah, that was just something we ch- we, we put in. He doesn't say, um, yeah, it's in every album, which is interesting. Mm. He, he, didn't, he didn't allude to the fact it was in every, every album. So it might, might not be true. Well, no, I don't see why Roger would post it. Yeah, I don't know why he'd lie. Yeah, so I'd be interested. But it does mean that we're going to go and <laughs> stream a load of their tracks. Yeah, it's it's a it's clever marketing. Um, anyway, it was a shock revelation, so it wins that category. Um, I've got one more. Yeah, one more on. category. Hold on. Uh, I I... Oh no! Well, you do your bit, and then I do the drum roll, don't I? <laughs> you think we'd have got this right by now? <laughs> You've had four goes. <laughs> um, 
I can't quite remember what the title was, but it was best um, music video, wasn't it? Or best video that isn't quite a music video and isn't quite a short film. Yes, yes. The, uh, this one intrigued me, so I'm looking forward okay. to the answer. Yeah, yeah. Come on then, drum roll. Oh, sorry. <laughs> For God's sake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fresh damn afterwards. I was meant to do the gong. No. Oh, there we go. Lovely. Um, not a surf. A band that I've followed oh. for a fair few years. Uh, their new album came out earlier this year. I don't yeah. think I talked about that actually. I think that was perhaps it around is. the time that everything uh, went crazy, uh, so it kind of got overlooked. But in the summer, they sort of re-released it as like a deluxe edition, and to oh, coincide cool. with that, they released a video for the track uh, "Just Wait," and it's a ten-minute video piece which they describe as a music film, right? Uh, directed, or put together by a guy called Mark Pellington. I don't know of any of the rest of his work, but he's the director. I give him some credit. Um, it's just like a load of visuals. like, And it's got the track sort of in the center of it, but then it's sort of like, it's elongated either side. So it sort of builds up to the track and there's like some spoken word and stuff. But it's kind of like, it reminds me in some ways a bit of, uh, did, did you see the latest Blade Runner? they did the 2049 with ryan gosling yeah yeah it's got like a lot it's got a bit of that sort of vibe and maybe like a bit of a black mirror kind of um style to it but it's really good and i sat and watched it um in the dark which added to the ambiance of the whole thing uh but i thought just because we were talking about music videos earlier this year and just saying like how they can often be quite hit or miss now and that people don't put a lot of effort in i think this is a good thing that came out of this year where an artist had obviously collaborated with, with another um, creative to, to create this awesome video. So that, that wins the category. Uh, I, with music... Oh, sorry. Hold on. Does that end all of that? Yeah. Thanks. Oh. Oh, what? Uh, no, no, that's quite nice. I think it's because it's ended. Um, oh. Someone sort of... Um, I've got all the sounds now. Um, funny enough, I went back and watched the Fat Lip video today. Of course, uh, yeah, yeah. He was on um, Crystal Mix. Well, yeah, I, ha- I haven't listened to the episode, but um, there was apparently a revelation between whether or not they say my mum said the doctor or my mum said the dentist. Um, no, mm-hmm. the dentist mm-hmm. said my mum should have had an abortion or the doctor said my mum should have had an abortion. And yeah. people are now going back to watch the video and listen to it on Apple Music to see what they think he says. So there's this new, this seems like the biggest debate on every bloody Facebook page that I'm... It's interesting. I don't know if it would have won my shock revelation of late 2020. Well, everyone is hearing dentist, but apparently if I... And bearing in mind, I've not listened to the episode yet. It sounds like Derek says it's doctor, but I did listen back to it and I wanted to just go well why would anyone think it was dentist why would a dentist not tell you tell you to have an abortion it makes no sense you know a dentist my mum it would have been the dentist said my mum should have brushed her teeth twice a day for two minutes you know it wouldn't be the dentist said i should have had an abortion doesn't quite work in the story no 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 so i went back and i did sort of hear dentist but i watched the whole video and i was just thinking 
how amazing music videos used to be. And that's such an awesome music video. The classic skate park. The, 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 there's tomfoolery going on. You know. <laughs> Do you remember they did um, a track on the uh, what was it called? Underclass Hero. I think it might have been a title track from that. Well, yeah, um, it was the one uh, that copied Fat Lip. Yeah, very similar, like structurally to it, like beat for beat. Well, yeah, same. But so was well. the music video as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 and we used to uh, have a thing, um, me and uh, our friend Tom McLeod, where we used to play each track over the other video and just watch how it just seamlessly fit. Um, weirdly, I, I mean, I like both tracks. That's a revelation. I think that's a great game. Mm. Tracks that could work over someone else's video. There you go. You got a new category for um, 2021. So. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my uh, what do we call them? Unorthodox uh, awards for twenty twenty. Well, I have got a segment based on the release radar because that release radar thing you said got me really thinking about the tracks I've skipped and I've mentioned it before. It's never warranted a full episode, but it might warrant an off the cuff little segment. Get, get your mind working, right? Bands people think you would like, but you don't. Okay. You could rephrase that. Bands you 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 maybe should like, but you just don't. So, for instance, with me, off the top of my head, on the indie side of my thing, The Strokes, mm-hmm. potentially with the with the indie bands I love and the music that I listen to based around that genre, The Strokes pr- would probably be a band that should be on my radar. But they're not. Never really been bothered by them. I, I, you know, I've heard the tracks I could name last night and um, other ones. <laughs> but they're just not. There you go. That proves the point. Well, exactly. They're just not. I've never been bothered by them. Yeah. Never been I, I've got some of these. I'm interested to hear yours. Um, Streetlight Manifesto. Mm. This is a scar based thing. Being a fan of Bless and Jake. Rubik Fish, Goldfinger, Boss Tones, um, what I've heard, like the Aquabats. I, I, I go across the whole spectrum, I would say, of Scar. I like Sublime. I've got a few Sublime vinyls. I've, I've you know, I've I got one of their record store day releases. Um, but Streetlight Manifesto have never done anything for me. Never. Catch 22 didn't really either. We had a friend um who sort of built a bar in his bedroom. Um and he, he, I seem to think he played Kesby Knights quite a lot. That's my only memory of Catch-22, the whole nine millimetre in a um, three-piece suit song mm-hmm. was always played in our local sort of alternative nightclub. It would always be um, one of the Scar tracks that would get played. But they just don't do anything for me. Not bothered. Yeah, I've, I've I, got... I think I probably should. Well, not should, but... They would be a band that people go, well, you like Lesson Jake. You'd, you'd love this Streetlight Manifesto. Well, yeah, no. I, that hits on my issue with the um, the recommendations. Like, not the release radar ones, but the um, the Discover Weekly. Ooh. Quite often it will say, you should like this band. And it's like, Meh. <laughs> there's a reason why it's not in my library. Can you, I, can you, you, think, think, you think by now that I would have heard of Yellow Card? But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Were they on there? Um, I no, I just yellow card is one that um you'd almost think that I might like yellow card 
and I, and I do oh, like. I would have pen, I, even I, I would have said. Yeah, I like Ocean Avenue, but I've never the been honest about the rest of it. Well, yeah, the album is mostly pretty good, but I'm I'm potentially going to put Yellow Card on my one as well. I like Ocean Avenue, but way is it way away? Yeah, never. I found it a bit like, what are you trying to be? I don't know. And then lights well, and sounds was good off the next merged over the years. Is that there were sort of um, competing creative uh, mm. interests in that band, weren't there? Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like the whole and the fact that he's done his um, his solo thing now. Like, I just don't. I don't know. I think some people would kind of sit them alongside like Jimmy Eat World and maybe the Ataris. Like, it's almost like kind of not a million miles away from those. But yeah, I've just never. It's never really um, done it for me. Another one's four years strong. Like yeah. I've never really like, a few songs, but but you do sort of like set your goals. Yeah, and I think that so that is that's a big one. Then if you don't like because they were sort of the pair, whereas I don't particularly like either of them. You know, I, I was aware of them, and the only times I've ever seen them live is either as a support band or at Slam Dunk. But the album with Hayley Williams singing on that Set Your Goals album, nah, not for me. Oh, I, no, I, I couldn't. That. I couldn't name a, tr- a track off that album. Ah. Yeah, that's Isn't interesting. Who's got the one Heroes? Is that Four Years Strong or Set Your Goals? Hmm. I think, it's set, your, I think it's set Your Goals off the first big album they had. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, though, like um, outside of that genre. Like, I'm sure... So maybe that... one to do with Goo Goo Dolls. Do you like... Um, uh, Matchbox Twenty. Now it's not that I don't like Matchbox Twenty, but I've never given them the time, the time of, day. of day, so that we can't really include it. No. Um, you know, for instance, I love most of Linkin Park. The newer stuff, sort of, not because it didn't interest me, but I stopped looking for it almost up until you know, um, Bleed It Out. I think was the last real album that mm. I paid attention to. But from that genre, I couldn't name another band like that that I particularly like. But then again, I don't think anyone would pen me, would say, oh, you like Linkin Park, you must like them, because it would sort of be like, well, I like Linkin Park because they came out at a time when I was very susceptible to new new music. But like the likes of Limp Biscuit and all of them, they never no, never, no, never took my fancy. Um, I was thinking like Biffy Clyro. Like you'd almost okay. think that we... That I possibly like them, but they've just never never done anything for me. <laughs> I, I think maybe I'm just thinking of bands that our friends like that also like bands that I'm into. Chili Peppers. I really have a yeah. lot of love for the Californication album. Not bothered by anything else. No, I can dip in and out with them. But again, I don't know if we would. Someone would say, "Oh, you like this? You should like them." Whereas I this, think this well, is a good one. Pennywise. Pennywise, we like punk, we like Lagwagon, um, Rehasher, you know, the, technically it's not quite this sort of... But do you know, know what the issue for me with Pennywise is? They're rubbish? No, I don't, I don't, I'm sure they're very good. I'm never that keen on bands that have the majority of their songs um, in minor key. Interesting. <laughs> that's the most poignant moment of the show um yeah it like i just it doesn't it doesn't 
do it for me as much as uh, major key songs do. Right. Well, can we quote you on that? Don't, because, it, I mean, musically, I'm not that um, knowledgeable uh, oh. when it comes to the technicality. So that, that might be completely off. I mean, that, that may not make any sense at all, but I think it does. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, seems, it seems to make sense. I've um, sunk this man off ice. I could be saying anything right now. Who knows? Um, and then I was there was another idea I had. Bands you've been to see live, all right, but for why you don't really know. <laughs> so the biggest one for me I can think of that includes both of us is In Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen In Me. Maybe two or three times. I think it's three times. And this is purposely going to see them. Reading Festival, main stage, and twice at Bournemouth. Yeah. Both times. I don't know. The Tregonwell Hall? Yeah, upstairs, yeah, in the pick. Yeah. Not a fan. Never owned an album. Um, no. Couldn't probably name the songs, but yeah, seen them a couple of times. The other one, and, and to be fair, I do think this is an entertaining live band, but uh, Rolo Tomasi, seen them a couple of times, and I just... <laughs> I mean, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing the name right, to be honest. Yeah, well, I don't know if you could pronounce it any other way, but um, yeah, there's a, it's interesting. There's a lot of bands that I've sort of, I would happily pay to see live. Every Time I Die is one of them. But through seeing them live, I did sort of, I have great, um, I have got this fondness for them and I've got four, four of the albums on vinyl, maybe. Um, never listened to them on vinyl. I've never put the vinyl on. I, I, I own it because I, I will stream it on Spotify, but I've never listened to the vinyl. I've, in fact, if I went through my vinyl collection, over half probably had never been played. Why is that? A lot of them I buy to have, but I, one I need to replace my record player anyway. It's it's one yeah, of these automated. It's one of these automated ones where you push a button, it sort of lifts up, and then mm. it goes, and this will get the what, what, what was it called? ASMN. ASMR. Well, you it lifts up, and then it sort of goes... But it takes a good two minutes to get there. And you yeah. can't manually override it. You have to no, just watch... And it's so annoying. That's what my old one does. I've, I've got... The thing is, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm stupidly in between on turntables. I've got that really basic one that I had that I probably had as early as 2002 um and i've got one that's like a professional dj one and it's just it's too high spec like you have to like properly like balance the arm and and stuff and it's just it's overkill for what i'd use it for like it's it's not ideal for um did you buy it did you yeah i bought it probably getting on for about 10 years ago now and i don't think i've ever really used it so i sorry do you want to crack a deal on it? I'm looking for a new one. I've got the app. I, you wouldn't want this. This is oh. it's. I'd probably be better whacking it on um what like <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Gumtree, um, and selling it to someone who's a wannabe DJ. But then they probably DJ. would want to DJ. Um, I'm sure it's very good. It's just it's it's not it's it's just not what I need. So I yeah. am in the market for a new turntable. And well, I was thinking maybe look around this time of year, but I completely overlooked that. Yeah, I will have a look this time of year, actually, because um, I bought something on Facebook Marketplace the other day. It was so funny. Had to I Obviously, I 
um, she requested I PayPal the funds, which was fine by me. Uh, and she just left it on the doorstep. Didn't know how long it was left there. I was there thinking, what? Someone could have nicked that and I'd already paid yeah. out. <laughs> That's the problem at the moment with this kind of like uh, deliver and run um, system. But that's basically what it is. If we order a curry, we just get a little knock on the door and then there's a guy with an open window in his car. It's a, um, a Vauxhall Vectra, I think it is. It's proper old. Just waving at us. <laughs> yeah. We normally get the curry on the same day. For some reason, it always happens. If, some, if one of our neighbours was a bit sort of wise to it, you know, there's a good two minutes well, where, <laughs> where that curry is sat on its own on our front door. <laughs> I feel like I've built quite a bit of a rapport with some of the delivery drivers this year. Like, they've, they've almost become my friends <laughs> because I see them more than I see family or friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I get, I do get so much delivered, like with with the stuff that I collect, like, and I've been buying more this year probably than previous years because I'm not going out and spending money. Yeah. Um. But there's this whole like story now that's being concocted around this one delivery lady who, um, like Sam and I have this thing about that, like, there's something going on with me and this this woman that keeps dropping off the parcels. Oh, is this an exclusive? <laughs> Uh, it's just, you know, when we look back on 2020, these will be the things that we remember. Yeah. yeah. Remember that, uh, that um, lustrous affair. affair that didn't happen? <laughs> well, say no more. I'm not yeah, here to that's, that's, that's the point that we've got to, is, is just lies. That's that's what we do for entertainment now. I had a bit of banter with the postwoman today. Um, we signed up for one of the, well, Christy signed up for one of these Things they every month we get like a little package of stuff to do um, in the garden with the boys. It's called Mud Something. I suppose. Well, there really is a subscription for everything now. Yeah, I suppose basically it's seeds. And That's kind of cool. Some stuff, and you you plant it. I, I think we've managed one of them, but we must have had twelve through the door now. And so she knocks on the door and she says, "I need to give you this." And I was like, "Oh, so I." I just went, oh, for crying out, one of these. I thought we'd cancelled these. She goes, oh, what is it? I said, oh, it's like mud and seeds and stuff. And she says, oh, I um, I finish on the post office uh, for the Royal Mail, Royal Mail in two days. And my first job is uh, going to be in the garden. So I handed her back the box <laughs> <laughs> and said, fill your boots. And she goes, oh, she goes, and then I don't think she got that it was a joke. She goes, oh, no, I, ca- I can't. Um, I don't do returns. I was like, no, 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 it's not a return. I, I, it was a joke. I'm gifting it to you. It's called mud something. It's in it's in the drawer, literally in front of me. Um, but she didn't quite get it. So not not the same sort of rapport that you've managed to get with your delivery people. Um, no, basically well, what the, I'm moving to. There's been all sorts of drama. Um, I bought my mum um, a, a a reissue of of now one. Now that's what I call music one on vinyl. Yeah. Uh, because she always had now two, she never had now one. And um, at one point, she was trying to collect like all the different numbers. Oh. Um, I think she's long forgotten doing this. But I had her in the Secret Santa. That's the way that we did it this year. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll find that. So I, I managed to find a copy that was sealed on um, Discogs. Now I've not bought anything from Discogs for quite a while. I bought it through my PayPal account and assumed that it would come here. But the address that was linked to my Discogs 
is still my parents' old address. Oh. Now, this is how good the postman is in Hamworthy. He saw my name attached to the old address, even though I don't live there and I've, I've not moved within the area. And he knew not to deliver it to my parents' old address. He delivered it to them at their new address. No way. So that's pretty cool. But then my parents brought it over to me, knowing, just thinking it was like a record. Obviously, you know, I quite often get records delivered, yeah. not knowing that actually they were bringing, she was bringing her own present back to me <laughs> that I then had to re- gift back to her on Christmas Day. <sighs> That has done some miles, that final. Yeah, it? what a saga. I've Speaking got of... an original pressing of number one. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I could have bought yours, couldn't I? Well, no, I, it's technically, it's not mine. It's Paul's. Uh, oh, okay. My stepdad. This, um, this wasn't the original pressing. I could have gone original pressing, but it worked out cheaper to get the the repress. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't um, know where it is. It's probably in the loft at, um, in the, well, the house I grew up in, basically. I've seen it. Though. It might be worth something. Uh, well, I don't know if it's in great condition. <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be worth a lot then. Um, <laughs> so speaking of my mum, I'm not going to give her a shout out because I learned yesterday she that she's been listening to our podcast as something to help her get to sleep. <laughs> oh. So she oh. lasts about 10 minutes of the episode and then just falls asleep. If my boys weren't asleep upstairs currently because we're recording it at now because of a few technical issues uh, 25 past nine, I would literally start making loads of noise, shouting, wake up, Mrs. Up. T! Wake up, Mrs. T! <laughs> oh, dear. What are you? Uh, so, Brink, well, seeing we are technically still talking about music, have you got, I know we haven't done a list, we didn't prep this bit, have you got any standout albums that you will go into 2021 still sort of listening to? Because there's been a couple mm. of releases which I've reviewed and then I've realised, oh, actually, you know, I need to give that more attention. Um, and what, an album that I really, really bigged up and I listened to literally for the first time in a good couple of months um, two days ago. I think it was two days ago. I was doing something on... Oh, in fact, I was washing my van um, because I thought if I get called out this week, my van was filthy. It was the Jeff Rosenstock album. Um, oh, yeah. No Dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I, hadn't, I really, really not overdid it, but that was on repeat, like Pup was last year for me. I don't know if people, uh, if you haven't heard that, um, it was one of my albums of the year last year, uh, uh, Morbid Stuff album by Pup. And Jeff Rosenstock is probably one of my albums of the year. Not the album of the year for me. Um, I, I, I don't know if I could pinpoint, pinpoint one. I've probably got three that I love. Um, but I listened to it for the first time in a few months and uh, just remembered how good it was. It was really, really cool. But on a similar note, um, I listened to um, the Bring Me album because I wanted to see if that had the same effect. And I know that's a lot newer. But um, that's that's probably two, three months ago now, even that mm. album. And so I listened to a few of those tracks and they didn't hit the same way. It was really funny. And um, Yeah, it, it, sometimes it is the way, isn't it? When, when an album, when you first listen, I, I, I often think this, if I like an, an album immediately, I'm almost a bit disappointed because I think 
it's going to wear out. It's going to... Yeah, yeah. But an album that hasn't worn out, uh, which is probably maybe even my favourite album of the year if I had a gun to my head, is the Nora Marling uh, song for our our daughter. And I think I was so surprised by that album at how much I enjoyed it that it makes it all the the sweeter for it. Because I listen to that probably every other week. I put that on, whether I'm driving or just want to listen to a few of her, her tracks. But yeah, have you got any albums that have really stood out for you this year that you're definitely going to take to the next year? And are there any albums where you've, you know, if you think back to it, you've realised, hold on, I haven't listened to that for six months. <laughs> well, it's funny you say six months. I kind of work it on a bit of a six-month rotation. So I have, a, I have a playlist on Spotify where I put stuff. It really does sound like we're like <laughs> sponsored by Spotify. And honestly, we're not, even though we use them for distribution. Um, so I have a playlist and I, I put things on and I kind of leave them on there for about six months. Um, so there's some some albums now that have dropped off. But because I've still got the CD player in the car and I'm not driving around that much anyway, so I've not bothered to replace it. I was planning to, but I haven't yet. Um, I've still got the, the Heim album in there. Uh-huh. 1975 and obviously the Less Than Jake one which I bought the CD yeah. for at the same time as getting the vinyl so I think those three I think I'll carry over I mean obviously Less Than Jake again is, is more recent so that's still on my playlist from like the last six months but I think those three I'll carry over just because I'm not likely to take them out of the car anytime soon Yeah. so I think they'll see through into 2021 but I'm trying to think of other ones now that um yeah, I don't know. There's, there's not really been many big album releases for me other than Silver Linings in the last few months. And I think it's because going back to what we were talking about earlier on, I think there was there were like a few that were in the pipeline that did come out this year, but they were more sort of the first or sort of the middle of the year. Yeah. And it's kind of dried up a little bit now. Obviously, a lot of bands are working on stuff. And I think a lot of bands put stuff off into 2021. So we've got on the horizon, obviously, the, the Hold Steady album is... Just around the corner in Feb, Maximo. I think it is. Maximo, uh, around the same time, I think. And I think there's a, f- the, I think the Foos one is going to be around that time as well. So, yeah, it's been quiet for the last couple of months. I mean, I maybe think overlooking something. Hmm, don't know. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I, th- I think probably those three, mostly because of the the CD coffees in the car. I, th- I think this year for me has been a. Um... Well, you know, a surprise really. Um, in terms of some of the albums I have really enjoyed, like Laura Marling was definitely um, a lovely surprise. The Idols album um, was a, really good, but more so than any, the Deftones album, a band that I never really gave much thought to or attention. And that album is probably top three albums of the year with Less Than Jake and Laura Marling for me because of how amazing it was. Um, and that is an album that I'll carry on till um, in 2021. But it is amazing how these albums sort of, you know, pop morbid stuff. I think I chose um, Idlewild in the end. Um, but Pup is definitely up there in top two favourite albums. I hadn't listened to that for months, but it's one mm. of those albums that I can go back to and just enjoy 
and like you say sometimes if you like an album straight away there's almost more chance of it disappearing a bit and yeah i've definitely had I, albums I, i'm still i'm still enjoying the doves album i've listened to that oh, quite cool. a bit that is really good um and it, it took me a while to get into the bruce album but i'm kind of there with that now i think at I first i just single from it um what which single have they released oh i, I, I couldn't tell is you it, um see you in my dreams because I, I i saw they performed that on uh saturday night live yeah it was on radio too um okay I think... could be that yeah on, on a first listen it, it didn't really hit for me but um yeah i've i've got into it a bit more now well uh as a surprise package that just dropped um the new acdc <laughs> well power up got power released. up yeah I, did, I knew that actually and they're back with um, uh, Brian Johnson, who departed the band a good number of years ago because he had issues with, I want to say, his voice or his hearing. He was basically told he can't tour anymore. Um, Brian Johnson missed the la- oh, hearing loss. And so Axel Rose took over for a bit for tours. Oh, I but- missed that. But they hadn't, yeah, he played like, they played oh, over yeah. here. Um, Axel Rose apparently did a really great job of it. Um, I think it must have been 2015 or something. Maybe it was later. But um, anyway, he's back. Brian Johnson is back for this new album. And um, I know I don't really mention my running uh, too much, but um, I've been injured for basically six weeks. And I haven't ran for about a month. And it's been quite um, depressing, actually. I don't talk about um, mental health and everything, but it's something I've definitely struggled with, with this lack of running. And um, I sort of, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to give it a go. I felt good. My legs felt good. I wasn't, my legs weren't in any sort of pain. Sometimes I was just in pain walking, like my left heel. And I was looking for something to put on. And I was like, what can I put on? I don't know how far I'm going to be able to run or if I'm going to be able to run at all. So I was not looking for something I'd get committed to almost. So I put on this ACDC album and I was like, well, I'll pay an interest. The boys like still love both of them now and love Thunderstruck. So it's still a regular in the van. And in fact, I did one of these Spotify Your Year, but the jokey version. Oh, yeah. Where it told me I had the um, music taste of a 14-year-old girl. (laughs) Um, i mean i like a lot of songs that 14 year old girls like probably well i think it's the pop punk and the scar and stuff i don't know but at one point they were saying one of the bands was like you listen to this quite a lot and you have to press yes or no and i put yes and he goes seriously was it ironic and it was like no (laughs) (laughs) obviously it's all tongue-in-cheek so but i found it quite funny anyway but Thunderstruck came up in that. So I was, um, so I put on this new album. And if you like ACDC, what I will say, if you haven't got around to checking it out yet, if you like your ACDC to be ACDC, that's the only way I can word it really, you're going to fucking love this album because it's as ACDC as you can be. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know, I don't know any other band you could say it with. Like, Iron Maiden, maybe? Yeah, if you like your Iron Maiden, like you like your Iron Maiden, you yeah. know, 
but ACDC are one of those bands where they have a sound, and if you like it, you'll love it. And I don't love it. I don't like it. I, I'm sort of indifferent with it. It's good music. And I, I ended up listening to like six tracks because the run lasted longer than I was expecting, which was a major positive. But I, I, got, I was like, oh, this is, a, this is all right. So I'm going to listen to the full album and I may give it a bit of a review in the new year. Um, again, not a band that I would, I could probably name Thunderstrike, Back in Black and Highway to Hell. And I'd, I'd be pushed to name another few. But I might give it a listen, a proper listen, and um, check it out. And I might also check out the Paul McCartney album. Um, okay. After hearing him on the Adam Buxton podcast. Oh, did you? I've, it's been on my list to um, to get to, but I've, I've not. There's been other stuff that's jumped the queue. So it, what basically I'm putting that out. ACDC, I don't think we'll get much backlash. But if you don't want me to listen to Paul McCartney, and but you hear this episode and you last as long as this, do drop us a message to say, yes, please check it out and review it for me. Or no, don't listen to it. We don't want to hear about him. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not bothered either way. Uh, but I might check it out because I liked how he was on Adam Buxton, actually. I thought he was all okay. right. He, he came across all right. It was quite a good, um, quite a good listen. I think a lot of that is down to Buxton. I, I think, I'm not saying that McCartney's an arsehole. I, don't, I generally don't have much of an opinion. Um, although that person had a very strong opinion about his uh, wonderful Christmas time. If you if you listen to um, either our Christmas songs episode last year, all the, uh, the, the repost of it that we uh, put up again recently. Um, but I mean, I, I don't really feel either way about the guy, but um I do. I do think that Speaks a good, a good podcast. Sorry, speaks highly of you. <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> I've been to I've been to Liverpool two or three times in my life. Um, I'm sure he doesn't live there now. And yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, I think a good podcast host can can bring bring out the best in in someone that you you don't even like. Well, um, Mark Maron uh, on the WTF podcast, Matthew McConaughey can't say I've ever really had any opinion on him. I, I like some of the films he's in. I don't like some of the films he's in. Um, I've since bought his new memoir, and I do that in inverted commas, because it's not a biography as such. It's He says it's a, a book of stories that have taken place in his life in no particular order or something. Amazing. Absolutely one of the best um, hour episodes of a podcast I've heard all year. Him and Marin chatting as if they were best mates. It was great to listen to. And Matthew McConaughey just got a really good positive mindset. If you if you need a bit of positivity, go and listen to Matthew McConaughey. That bloke could twist anything into a positive. It's it's madness. Um, but I can't say I've got any affiliation. You know, I don't I don't love him or hate him. But it helped that I really like Mark Marin as a host. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, well, it's like I said, it was after I listened to um, Kate Nash on there that I actually gave her music a go for the first time in, well, I guess she's been an artist for, what, 15 or so years now. Plus, it's got to be plus yeah. that. Getting on for 20 years. Yeah, I reckon so. It's, it must be coming up. Uh, that would be a good little feature. What songs are reaching 20 that you wouldn't expect? Maybe that's something we could do in uh, next year. Yeah, 
Oh, we don't have to. <laughs> no, I, I think. Oh no, I just I'm just trying to make. I a think there's to... tracks out there which you would not expect to be as old as they are. No, I agree. Um, there's a bunch of um, potential topics. I think from this conversation, this this what this podcast has ended up being. It, it was it was sort of intended to be like a review of the year. It's ended up being a, a brainstorm session for for next year's uh, schedule of shows, which isn't oh. a bad thing. Yeah, I'm happy with that. What was that song called? Bitter? Uh, oh, I know what you're on about. Uh, Foundations. The Kate Nash song, yeah. So it was called Foundations, was it? Yeah. It's not 20. Well, I'll find out for you. I reckon 15. I'm going to say 15 years old. Uh, year. it's, not, it's not as old as I thought it would. <laughs> well, there you go. There's another category. Songs that you <laughs> are 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> not quite as old as that. Do you know where it charted? Uh, two. Oh, you do. Just say so you know, do. That was then. a guess. That was a guess. <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> so before we go, I've got this on the side here to um, to mention to you. Um, Please do some, something else for next year as we're starting to look forward. Um, I've got it's this. Just, it's just nice to know that there will be a next year. Yeah, well, hopefully, <laughs> I've got this on air, um, light yeah. up sign. Really but, like that. Uh, but I sent you a picture of it. Now, do do you notice anything about this? I'm, looking for, out. I'm looking for spelling mistakes, but I can't see any. No, 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 no. I, I'll give it to you. Uh, this is not the one that I sent you a picture of. So I actually have two on-air lights. Why? <laughs> um, Sam ordered one for me uh, from Sweet. Etsy. Yeah, uh, and it was from a, a seller in Belarus of all places. <laughs> well, why? Why did you go to Etsy for that? That seems like something they'd have in Hawkins Bazaar. Oh, I don't know, but anyway, so she bought one off, at, off Etsy, and the guy just basically sat on his hands for about a month and didn't send it, uh, and then finally did. But she was so worried that it wouldn't show up that she bought another one. <laughs> so this is going to be. My mobile one. So when I come to record at your house, hopefully sooner rather than later, this is the one I'm going to bring. Oh, it's, it's USB. More portable. Sorry? It's USB. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's USB powered, this. I don't even have to use one of your plug sockets. I can plug <laughs> it into the Mac. Well, it's technically the Mac's plugged into one of them. but uh... Yeah, I know. But okay, it's <laughs> drawing power. Well, well um, maybe, we'll, um, maybe we'll post a picture. Well, I've taken a picture with my GoPro. I didn't um, realise that's what you were doing. I would have smiled. Well, no, no. Um, because, uh, yeah, I bought myself a GoPro. So hopefully if we do any video records uh, or future interviews, if that ever becomes a thing next year, let's not speak too soon, hopefully I'll be able to record it on the old GoPro. Much that's better cool. footage. I don't know if people saw my video the other night um, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas, but that was, that was the first video on the GoPro. I did. So I thought... Possibly you'd got a new uh, phone. Well, yeah, my selfie camera is awful on my phone. Um, but anyway, less about what I've bought myself. Um, you know, to, from all of us here at Two Track Nine, I speak for all the backroom staff, uh, the guys who keep the cogs turning. Um, Ian from the Lightning Seeds. Ian. <laughs> Ian, Ian. We joked about giving him a mention. He uh, as he popped in to see you. 
Is he in your bubble? No, I um, I I'm strictly adhering to the. Uh, the, he's, the not current, your, um, he's not one of your three then. No, we are not. Me and Ian are not bubbled. Yeah, it, it's been a bit awkward. Sometimes you just sort of tap on the gate and say, "Oh, I might be allowed in the garden." Sorry, Ian. Uh, he can, but you don't want him in your garden. Is what you're no, saying? No, no, he, he he talks about the nineties a lot. Um, and you know, I love the nineties. Love the nineties, but that's when they had their biggest hits, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey, you know the um, the list of albums that we're, we're going to be talking about on an upcoming episode. Yeah. Uh, I think that I possibly confused um, Echo and the Bunnymen with uh, the Lightning Seeds because. When I listened to it, I think I was expecting it to sound a bit more like the Lightning Seeds, and it don't sound anything like that. A bit more Life of Riley than the day I caught the train. That's that's Ocean Colour scene, isn't it? Oh, who are Echo and the Bunnymen then? Because I've just got them confused with. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll put today's pin in that one because we'll come back to that when we. Um, well, it, it's most likely that is going to be the next episode. Um, yeah. Now, I'm, uh, just quickly, seeing as we're discussing episodes, how do you fancy doing three tracks, uh, three albums each in one episode, and then our two favourites in a second episode? How do you mean, sorry? Well, like, I'll discuss three, you discuss three. Yeah. So six in one episode, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a second, a two-parter, with the two, if you had two albums you preferred, Oh, um, what? From that list of five? Yeah, from the list of five. Rather than do five and five, like yours and then mine, uh-huh. mix it up, three and three, two and two. Do you not think we'll get through all of them in one? Oh, we might. It could be a long episode. <laughs> I've got a lot to say on a couple of them. I've got a lot to say on a couple of them. Okay. And it isn't all good. I've not got an awful lot to say about most of them. Uh, I still have to listen to Stephen Malkmus from Pavement. Yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, I listened. To, I started listening, and what I heard of the first track before the doorbell went, uh, and then I got distracted. Obviously, um, it was uh, my fancy lady <laughs> uh, with my parcel from Belarus. Um, <laughs> I forgot to I forgot to listen to the rest of it, um, but the first bit did sound promising. So, oh, that's good. Knows? Just, you've not. Well, I, I don't want to give anything away. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I've. Yeah, I've, it's going to be an interesting episode, I think. And I it's think been it's an one interesting that, experience. I think <laughs> we could revisit this maybe in six months' time and do another five. I sort of wish I'd tried to engineer it a bit more to be albums that I I felt like I might ah, have more. But I that put a pin in that because. Mine potentially back to the subject of albums you possibly would like. You know, has it worked out for me? Because I didn't get a bad five. Was there? There we go. Here's for the eagle-eyed um, uh, Instagram follower. Was there a clue in shot about which of the albums that you enjoyed? Because I'm pretty sure that I saw a vinyl copy of one of the albums. On display. Oh. Was that deliberate or was that accidental? No, I potentially asked you to get rid of that because that was deliberate. 
Oh, so I spotted the Easter egg, the Christmas Easter egg. The Christmas Easter egg, Um, which, you know, if you're that interested, there is a video. But yes, um, that was a deliberate thing because that normally, do you know what normally lives there? Morrissey. (gasps) Fucking hell, you know my house well, Mr. Toms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Morrissey has now moved up to... The wall. The wall. Because good. we've actually got round to hanging some stuff. And um, I was filming and I was like, oh, it looks a bit bare up there. And I was going to put silver linings up there. And I thought, no. And I put something else up there. Mm-hmm. And you spotted it. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Of course you spotted it. It's, it's, it's very iconic artwork. I, I couldn't Did not you know spot it? it. Sorry? You knew the artwork then? Yeah. I've, there's there's yeah. the picture of it in the book. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> well, on that um, on that bombshell, uh, we should maybe leave it there because people might might go and check it out. They might not. I don't. If anyone is that bothered, it's been a long time coming. We first discussed this idea maybe six months ago of these five albums. Mm. Uh, the fact uh, you I'm averaging on one a month. Well, yeah. Um, but yeah, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we will be recording that episode very soon. We're sort of back in the swing of things now with the setup. Thanks to Liam for letting me borrow his old Mac. It works a lot better than mine. Uh, Zencaster, big love to them. I don't think we donate anything to them. We don't pay for that, do we? I hope it's nice to give them a shout out. So I'm sure. Yeah, so Zencaster, any promising podcast people. Uh, unless you're doing a music one, uh, then bugger off. Um, <laughs> if, you're doing, if you're doing anything else, Zencast it, it's fantastic. Um, but, yeah, um, nice to chat to you, and good to yeah. see you the day after your birthday. Um, yeah. Perhaps a little bit more rambly than usual, but I don't think that's a bad thing. We covered a lot some, of ground. I think some people like our ramble chats. Yeah. Um, Not Buxton, some... he's, he's pretty pissed that we've taken his trademark. Has he trademarked it? I don't know. Anyway, Uh, where can they find you? Uh, I'm at Liam Toms on Instagram, Twitter, liamtoms.com. Which you're back up and doing, aren't you? Yes, I have been. And to be fair, I think I'm a a couple of weeks out now from... I should probably write something new. I think I'll probably put together an end-of-year playlist. I I tend to do that each year. I've done that for the last few, so I'll probably do a 2020 playlist at some point too and we obviously have our infinite playlist yes which needs our, updating which we're always adding to so uh we don't really need to do an end of year playlist as we, we've got a whole it's infinite yeah including the title um i do need to add to that so hopefully by the time you listen to this um that will be up to date um, you, how about yourself what are you up to what, where are you going what are you doing where can people find you etc um, etc well i haven't posted on that run with ed in over a month uh, because I've not been running and I couldn't be bothered to just fill it with crap. Um, but I have been for a run, so I'll probably start updating at Run With Ed. Um, but obviously you can find us at Two Track Mind Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or if you search on Facebook, Two Track Mind, you can find us, like, um, subscribe, review, do whatever you need to do on whichever app you're listening up to us on you can now rate on Acast. so if you do listen on Acast, um give us five stars or 
or whatever because it, it just boosts us up the ratings and the more you boost the more chance we've got of getting um you know someone big on like Liam Gallagher maybe uh to discuss is there not a rift between Ian from the Lightning Seeds and um Liam? I don't, we, I don't know if we have to admit who we've got past friendships with. Um, I'm just thinking if Ian's here, he does quite often show up. All right, well, um, who else could? Who else has mentioned they might come on? Ringo Starr. Yeah, I think um, I think Ian'd be all over that. All right. Well, you know, if you rate us, there is a chance we'll get Ringo Starr on. There's there's one for you. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, stay safe. And uh, goodbye for now. Bye.